Hang on. How many tonsils do we have? Two. I thought the tonsils were that dangly thing. You blow my mind. I thought you pissed out your uvula. Oh, this is crazy. I didn't know. I honestly didn't know that. I didn't know you had two tonsils. Me to do the intro? Yes. I'm recording. You are recording? Yes. I am recording. I am recording. Adam, are you recording? I am recording, <laughs> Adam. Recording. We do this a lot. It's, it's childish and funny. Okay, shut up. Welcome to episode nine. Are I you think, recording, Adam? Of... <laughs> I like how he told himself to shut up. Guys, I'm recording. Cool. Is anyone not recording? That's the main thing, because otherwise there's like... I'm recording, but are you recording, Adam? Just to be sure. Just be clear. Are we recording? I don't yes. think Trent is recording. Trent is messing with us. Okay, so welcome to episode Sorry, nine. I was muted. I uh, I'm recording. Ah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, somebody's gonna listen to this in a couple of weeks and go, "I'm done with this episode already." They just it was like you obviously don't listen to the show because this doesn't make it. <laughs> I don't listen to the show. I hate the sound of my own voice. I I apologize to you guys for having to hear my own vo- my voice. This was on the last episode because I listened to it. And it wasn't funny then, and it isn't funny now. There we go. Cool. Right. Shall we get on? Welcome to episode nine of uh, Justice League podcast. I'm Adam. I have nothing interesting to say. I'm Ricky, and I had a COVID test yesterday. It was negative. End of story. (laughs) My name is Kieran, and once I pulled a muscle in my leg just by laying down. (laughs) I feel like I've heard that before, Kieran. You have. Are you just super prone to lying down injuries? Yes. Oh, well, fair enough. I'm that lazy, my body gives up on me. <laughs> Wait till you get to our age. And I'm Tranter, and I once had to attend a speed awareness course on my bike. <laughs> <laughs> Push bike or motorcycle? Push bike, obviously. <laughs> I attended a speed awareness course, and they fined me for where I parked. On my speed awareness course. <laughs> uh, uh, <laughs> how do you get pulled for speeding on your bike? He's fast. Oh, I, was, I, I wasn't pulled for speeding. I just lost my car in between speeding and the speed <laughs> awareness course. <laughs> oh, man. I once got pulled over um, when I was a teenager drunk, uh, drunk driving my push bike. I was 15... <laughs> I thought that was going to take like a darker turn. uh, turn. No, No, I was like 15. I'd been drinking, uh, you know, in the park or whatever, and was riding my bike home, and the police pulled me over and made me push my bike home. I've uh, I've never done that. Driven, I mean. (laughs) Uh, This evening, we are joined by the fifth phantom member of our team, our guest, Lee. Hello, uh, my name's Lee, and I may or may not... Piss out my uvula. <laughs> <laughs> you need to explain this now a li- little bit. Well, as per our discussion that may or may not make this podcast, I didn't realise you had two tonsils, and I can't remember what else happened. We were talking about my COVID test, and how you got to swab each tonsil three times, and you went, how many tonsils have you got? Oh, yeah, that's right. You thought you had one tonsil, which is not a tonsil, it's your urethra. <laughs> <laughs> Right. I was like, what's the funny taste? <laughs> I've been swabbing the shit out of mine. <laughs> sorry, I forgot it was again. That's right. That's right, Ada. 
so this week's episode is going to be R-rated. <laughs> or oh, just beeping all the time. So um, we've known Lee for a good few years now. We used to ages now, two thousand and eight. Yeah, so like uh, we used to do comics with him, and if you listen to our old podcast, we recorded an episode at Lee's house as well. I think that was a lot of beeping in it as well. <laughs> oh yeah. my god, that was ages ago. Yeah, I forgot all about that. Your big wooden table. Yeah, I think it was two thousand fourteen. Wow, you know, maybe you know, fifteen. You've checked, right, that's almost fifty years ago. <laughs> to the day. Uh, to yeah. the day. To the nanosecond. And then Lee ran away to join the circus. I did, I'm sorry. <laughs> I actually the reason I disappeared and didn't say anything is to get on this course I wanted to do, you have to get a GCSE in English and Maths. And I didn't want to say that I failed. And that's why <laughs> I haven't been turning up to things, so I've just forgot to tell everyone I left. <laughs> So, what was the course that you uh, wanted to get on then, Lee? It was for film. It was a, a model making and character effects course. Did you win? I won it. I won it heartily. <laughs> I destroyed it. And I I can't swear, I urinated on the ashes of that course. <laughs> Out of my uvula. <laughs> so, the way I remember it, when we were all still in Swansea. I can't remember if I left first or you left first, but all of a sudden, you just sort of disappeared and I heard that, oh, yeah, Lee's now uh, working on movies and stuff in London. And I was like, what? I, I disappeared at first because I was doing revision on the on the days we had our meetings. You decided to put your education before us and we. That's I it. think what Tranter was trying to say is he was hurt by it. That's That's okay. I can't remember if I was up here when I heard you move. You're in Denmark, aren't you? Yeah. I can't remember if I heard you move there when I was in Swansea or, or when I moved up here. All I remember is we, me, you and Ricky went out for a drink a couple of nights before I left. So I, I don't know if you had oh. left and then you'd come back. Mm-hmm. I moved over on, on Halloween, so you may have come back to go on a Halloween night. Yeah, potentially. That's That sounds like me. <laughs> <laughs> I, I can't remember. I think Lee left first. Lee, when did you move to London? I have no idea. Oh, okay. That would have solved the problem. <laughs> it was It was some... It was... What, like five years? Something like that? I have no idea. Yeah, so you went and became a big film person. So anything that I'm we not might... a big film person. It is not glamorous <laughs> in the slightest. I work in a massive shed full of fumes and polystyrene and more fumes. This sounds like a win already. It is not glamorous, but you get to go to the after parties. That... It sounds like hell. It's it's fun, you know. I, I you know I enjoy sculpting and I get the sculpt and stuff like that. But um, it ain't glamorous, I tell you that. Oh no, I I don't like the noise of polystyrene. That's why it sounds like hell. Mate, you go, you die. <laughs> you just die. Just squeak central there. Oh no, it goes through me. Do you use like the hot cutting knife thing to sculpt? Yeah, all of that crap, and you uh. We just make you just make your own tools. You just use kitchen knives basically, and like proper the tools you make are full on like Mad Max style looking right. death weapons, just stuff bolted together with nails welded on and stuff like that. <laughs> They're pretty cool actually. Now I think about it, they think it's a movie prop. Is that? Can you hand me the baseball bat with the nails in? No, 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 the nails in it. <laughs> yeah, effectively. There's there's one woman there who's got like a the handle of a bat with a coconut on the end of it with nails coming out of it. <laughs> And she's just, she's just wailing on polystyrene with that. 
It's like um, I was listening to a podcast earlier or yesterday. They were saying about like when you're in independent film, that a lot of it is that kind of thing. So like they mentioned about Sam Raimi. I think one of the Coens helped him on um, Evil Dead, and they helped him mm. rig up the steady cam that they used by basically tape it, duct taping the camera in the middle of a two by four, and one yeah. one person on each end running with it. <laughs> pretty much yeah i love stories like that though you know like the whole we need we need something it doesn't it doesn't exist let's just make the closest thing we can out of with wooden and uh duct tape Woo. that's it none of it exists there are no tools made for anything you know prop makers and stuff like that you got to repurpose other things so what movies might we have seen your work in lee um uh, kingsman 2 nice uh star wars a Star Wars. Star Wars. How many Star Wars? One Star Wars. I worked on the that big, you know, the big throne that everyone hated. All right. That. Which one? Uh, the Emperor's throne. That thing made of spikes. Oh yeah. That's re- that's that's really that, cool. That big thing. It was cool in person. We got to see the the guy, whoever guy who plays the Emperor. He's like fifty million years old. <laughs> yeah. And uh, you know he's on that rig, that yeah. sort of like a mechanical arm that swings him around. Yeah. yeah, that was there, but there's this. He's actually sitting on this like tiny little bicycle seat, <laughs> pretty much like a thong. Uh... <laughs> he was just whizzing him around the room and that. So the hate was real. Yeah, I saw some cool stuff in that. I saw um, we built this massive gorge that um, Daisy, Daisy something, what's Daisy her name? Ridley. Yeah, she's doing a training on that. So a stunt double was in, and uh, they got in that big rope that she does a tightrope on. Yeah. And this stunt double was amazing. She, you know, she had a rope on to stop her from falling, but she'd sprint out into the middle of that. She wouldn't fall off. She did like a flip and a kick and all that crap. It's crazy. It was pretty cool. And I saw Chewbacca. There was a bit where Chewbacca was out, and of course he doesn't make the noises. And I didn't know what the situation was. Cause I was standing behind because I snuck on there to see them filming. Right. <laughs> and I think it was the point where they told him Leia was dead. Spoiler alert. But I couldn't hear what they were saying, so he drops to his knees and he starts hitting the floor. And from my point of view, it just looked like somebody told him a really funny joke. <laughs> so he started laughing just in case, clapping. And he was just absolutely loving it. And then I was like, oh, Leia's dead. <laughs> so what else have you done on Star Wars? Uh, I broke my arm. Nice. Really? Yeah, yeah my what? first week I fell over and broke my arm. See, you're talking about uh, Daisy Ridley stunt woman, and then you do the normal guy stuff of just going, "Oh, I can't walk anymore." Snap. Yeah, it was ridiculous, and it stopped. Like, we we had these things called skins, which is just a big piece of thin polystyrene, like an inch thick, about the size of a bed. Okay. And I'm only explaining what they're for, for it's boring. But I had one left, and I really, really, really needed it. And it's so thin that when you're walking with it, it's like bowing around you. It just it desperately yeah. wants to break. So I yeah. gingerly walked it around this place. I was new to the job, didn't want to muck up. And then I tripped, and I fell through it, and it exploded into a million pieces. And I landed on the floor, and I was pissed off, and I kicked the floor, and I was swearing and stuff, and then I got up. But I was fine. And then, like, in the next hour, my arm just stopped moving, and it rose up like a little T-Rex arm. (laughs) I was like, oh, my God. It's my first job. I can't go home sick, yada, 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 yada. And the guy who was working with me was looking at me. He was like, what's wrong with you? And I was like, oh, I fell. And he was like, go to hospital. Because my arm was changing colour. (laughs) <laughs> and it just rose up but uh, yeah it wasn't broken broken it was fractured so I came back to week like 
work three weeks later. All right, cool. I did see um like little video that you put up from the um after party. Yeah. Oh, the after party was amazing. That is the best thing I've ever been to. I think they said something like they dropped five million pound on one party. Nice. So you you'd hold your hand you like you're a celebrity you'd hold your hand out and a drink would magically appear in it. Nice. And you'd hold the other your other hand out and like food would magically appear in it. It was fantastic. And if you needed a pee, you just got you know, and then you were in the toilet somehow. <laughs> Oozing from your uvula. It was incredible. <laughs> and like they didn't there was there was stuff like there was somebody dressed as a robot, like this cool sort of like sexy robot, but a really good one. And like it's all this techno music would come on and laser would, would start firing out of her and stuff. And they instead of a disco ball, they had a disco man and he was just <laughs> man dangling from the ceiling covered in mirrors and stuff. It was amazing. <laughs> That sounds that that sounds like either really really expensive night or a really really cheap night. Like we don't even have money for a mirror ball. We're just gonna have to get a guy up there with some car mirrors or something. Yeah, fat guy. around. We'll put some tin foil on him. Wrap Ricky in tin foil. Yeah, <laughs> spin him around. Don't spin me around anymore. I'm gonna be sick. Like <laughs> there were some celebrities there. I didn't see any of the Star Wars lot, even though they were all there. And like Tilda Swinton started like gliding down the stairs in this really wacky outfit, and Nikki was like, "Oh my god, I love her!" I was like, "Yeah, what's her name?" She was like, "I don't know." <laughs> well, you had a video with JJ in the background. <laughs> yeah, he did a big speech, and then that woman did a big speech, but everyone hates her now, don't they? Who, Kathleen Kennedy? Yeah, that's her. Do they? Don't they? Did I make that up? Yes. No, people do criticise her, don't I? I liked the movie, anyway. Yeah. I liked all three of them. I, I enjoyed it. I'm, I'm not much of a Star Wars guy, so a lot of it was lost on me, but, you know, it, it, it looked good. Yeah, no, I enjoyed it. I think it had to go... It did have to push further in the other direction because people were not happy. A lot of people were not happy with Last Jedi, so I felt like it had to... They, we, we've talked about this before. It felt like it should have been two movies, but it was... I think it was really cool. I mean, especially, like, bits... Wherever bits you did. <laughs> <laughs> especially I'm the glad. bits that my friend did yeah <laughs> I like it Lee I have to ask yes what is Baby Yoda like in person awful <laughs> unbearable not even a baby what nah he's six foot tall it's all CGI <laughs> so how long how long were you uh, working on that I was on that for ages about a year I think, which is really long for films. Sometimes you'd only get a job for a couple of weeks. But that one just went on forever. Luckily. Luckily, because you broke your arm in the first week. Yeah, I know. <laughs> how long did you, how long were you guys like pre, before the film, before actually, like how long did you get to like build sets and stuff before, uh, before shooting? Um, I don't know. We, you're building loads of stuff at the same time. So I can't really say that. Like we were working on the throne for, you know, weeks, well over well over six weeks I think because hmm. you've got to build little models of it and then the, the art directors give you new sketches and then you build a bigger model of it and then they make changes hmm. and then you completely finish it and it all looks perfect and then the last minute somebody goes nah do it all again I was going to say yeah did they do anything <laughs> like that yeah there's always stuff like that that's inevitable really that's cool though so as well as the the big throne and breaking your arm uh, the gorge that she trains on yeah in the in the forest, that's all completely fake. No, that was uh, that's the yeah, believe it or not, guys, it's not real. So that it's meant to look like a massive gorge, but obviously we make these big poly rocks, mm. and then they blue screen 
the floor between them and they make that look like a gorge, which oh. is quite sad because it looked like a little pond and I think we wiped out a whole generation of dragonflies because they kept laying their eggs in it. <laughs> I was like, oh, this is so tragic. You know, they're the prettiest dragonflies I've ever seen. I think we just wiped them all out. That's mad. Oh, and um, giant, giant statues. Uh, you know when she's fighting the emperor? They're these yeah. huge collapsed statues. Yeah. yeah. Those, they were, they were, they were, Vast. They were like, they were like they were quite uh, fun to do. Sith lords, weren't they? Yeah. Yeah, something like that. How big were they? Oh, huge! Like, um, like a thumb was the size of a bus. <laughs> they were massive. Slight exaggeration. No, that's how big they were. What I love about your stories, Lee, is the specific details and accuracy. <laughs> they were exactly the size of a bus. Generalization, generalization, as big as a bus. Yeah, sing- single deck of bus. Another question. When we did extras work on Captain America, you were adamant about stealing something from the set. What cool sh** did you steal from Star Wars? Oh. When I met up with him when he was working on Star Wars, he turned around and said, I've got a jar of dirt from like the planet we've made. And <laughs> we, he, he couldn't find his car to give it to me. Yeah, it was. Yeah, that's still in my car. I think, was it Tatooine the planet? You got to tell, yeah. You can't tell which whether it's dirt now, from there now or, or just dirt from your car, though. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's that stuff on the floor, but that. I could have just lied and given yeah. him some dirt and said it was from the film. <laughs> but, yeah, you, you can have that vial of dirt. It's still in the car waiting for you. <laughs> I, like, I love the fact that we couldn't find your car anywhere. <laughs> it's really embarrassing. After you left me, it was about a half hour before I could find it. <laughs> <laughs> I called Nicky and <laughs> everything. I was really distraught. <laughs> I don't know what my car looks like anymore. <laughs> it wasn't that. It was just this bloody car park was huge. There, there were two. <laughs> That's why I couldn't find it. They look exactly the same, but there were two car parks. Well, you, were, you were in the wrong car park. Yeah, which looked identical to the right car park. <laughs> same cars and everything. In the same we walked order. around the car park for about half hour, and he's like, I'm sure I parked by you. <laughs> <laughs> and then... um. Yeah, and then I had to go because I had to go to Harry Potter World, or the Harry Potter Studios. Oh, yeah. So, um, Star Wars and, you said, Kingsman 2. Uh, yeah, uh, 1917. Oh, really? Oh, nice. Oh, Adam yeah. loves that movie. <laughs> yeah? Well, I enjoyed it. It was a very good film. Yeah. Uh, I love the bits cool. that lead it. Was... Yeah. We, oh, we made nice. the, uh, you know that bombed out French village? Yeah, we made that. That that was huge. That was all polystyrene, and uh, we made it. It took forever. It was massive. And then you watch the film, and it's all lit by you know they're shooting flares in the air. Flares, yeah. So all the buildings are just silhouettes. So yeah. they could have literally done them in cardboard. Because <laughs> they're just they're just flat black silhouettes. Like you two when you were in St- uh, Captain America. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> You can't really say then, but I guess you're working on stuff at the moment. So, are you are you do are you, do you work between movies or is it just like one project for one film or one show or whatever? Uh, I I I'll do commissions sometimes if I got enough time. Yeah. Like um like you know digital sort of sculpting. Yeah. So I'm doing a an art director I worked for. He's his boyfriend works on a submarine. And their logo is like a sea serpent wrapped around the. This this, this is just all kinds of awesome straight away. This is just like yeah, it's pretty cool. <laughs> works in a submarine. And, uh, sea so serpent I'm, I'm doing I'm doing that for him. 
That's, that's just like a, a he's gonna he's gonna Photoshop it into like a realistic like Godzilla esque poster. Right. It's a pretty badass logo actually. <laughs> that's that's just cool. I didn't expect that. I thought you were gonna say yeah, do the odd commission you know here or there, but that that's just gnarly. So your ZBrush image uh, sculpts that you you put up are fantastic. Thank you. Like your your sculpting has always been uh, amazing. Like clearly because you know you do it for a job now, but the the detail you've put on these. They're just, they're amazing. I'm still waiting for a gizmo duck, but the swamp thing was all right. You, you didn't you didn't ask for a gizmo duck. <laughs> I could have done the most gizmo duck you've ever seen. <laughs> I shouldn't have to ask, Lee. <laughs> you, you should just but, know. Sorry, sorry, guys. Kieran's got a swamp thing. Yeah, I have the swamp thing bust on my uh, desk right now. No, he's just got a swamp <laughs> thing bust. It's just he hasn't washed for a while. <laughs> I thought you meant like a nice big pair of swampy boobs. <laughs> he has. He's, he has been living in the same room for like how many years now? Yeah, but they're really swampy by now. <laughs> it is. It is getting to springtime, so you know, gotta get the windows open, gotta air out the girls. <laughs> yeah, I think there's a bit of uh, moss growing there as well now. <laughs> they just your nipples, Kieran. It's like a pair of mushrooms. Well done. <laughs> If I ever get lost in the woods, I could just look down and see which uh, side the moss is growing on. <laughs> All sides? But yeah, on that bust, um, this one thing bust that Kieran got, um, the details on it was amazing. Thank you. And like, I loved the way that you hid your uh, logo in there as well. It looked like it doesn't detract, but it, when you spot it, it's like, oh shit, that's really cool. Uh, it's quite difficult to do to hide a logo in there, because you don't want it to be like, this is my work, yeah. you know? But then you don't want someone else to claim it as their own. Yeah, there's no point hiding it without it being visible. But if you make it too visible, then there's no point. Yeah, it's a fine line. Are you have you ever thought about making the logo the base? You know, if you turn it upside down, uh, the the bust upside down of something, so that it's actually the base. I can't because I got to make them hollow. So the uh, bottom of the the base is just a big hole. Otherwise, it, otherwise it'll take so much material to make them. Yeah. You know, it's not really cost effective. It's not cost effective anyway. I don't make much money out of it. I just really like doing it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it's also practice, isn't it? I mean, if you don't, uh, you don't yeah. keep doing it. That's no, really cool. I've seen it myself. It's just outrageous. Probably, I guess we always put some pictures up on our uh, visual aid on Facebook. I did a. I've done a full Swamp Thing figure, and uh, I'm mm. quite happy with it. I'm going to encapsulate it in resin, so it looks like he's underwater. Yeah. And I fish swimming around. Kieran, although you read the comic, any Kieran? Yeah, I've read the comic. I know exactly what you're talking about. When he uh, digs up his old bones. Yeah, I've I've read the comics as well. Oh, there you are. It's that scene then. I really I love that bit of the comic. It's amazing. Mm. So I I sculpted that. But uh, have you have you have you have you done it all yet, or is it just? No, I I I'm I, you know one of those things you really want to do. It'd be too frightened to muck it up. Yeah, yeah. So I'm in that sort of situation. That's my life. <laughs> You're just collecting dust at the moment. It might be yeah, uh, pretty yeah. cool to add some uh, lights to the bottom. I, th- I thought about that, right? But then why would the floor be light in? Uh, it could be uh, like a bioluminescent algae. Yeah. You can do a thing, though. If you get this stuff called gel medium and you put it on the top and you make it look a bit like, you know, like wavy water, if you shine a light through it, you get those really cool light beams. Yeah. You know, that underwater sort of... Look, it just looks amazing. So I think I'm gonna do yeah, that. Yeah, that would look better. It would look better. It was my idea. <laughs> so have we um, exhausted nagging Lee about his work or not? <laughs> as much as I like have my ego stroked, guys. This uh. As much as I like have my uvula stroked, guys. That's it. Yeah, the end of sentence. As much as I like have my ego stro- stroked, 
keep doing it. <laughs> and then everyone goes silent. Well, I guess yeah. that's the end of the podcast. Yeah. yeah. Bye. Where do you want to move from there then? We could talk about stuff that we um like the beach drawings that we done. Oh, there's that hostel we stayed in. Oh, oh god. We don't speak about that's that. Awful, awful time that was. Oh yeah, that was scary. We we don't talk about hacker man. <laughs> oh my god. My god, my finger didn't work for so long. <laughs> what? <laughs> and that's all people will ever hear. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Honestly, like two years it didn't work properly. I couldn't open balls and stuff. What? What happened? Oh my god! I couldn't believe that hostel. It was so rough. <laughs> Can you remember when we walked in and I pulled the sheets off my bed and it was covered in blood? <laughs> and there was blood all over the floor. Oh Jesus! Oh my f- in bongo. <laughs> What a trip. <laughs> well, that's the weird thing. Now that you live in up in London, do you use the tube? No, I don't go into London. I can't stand it. All right. uh, uh, oh, God. With my dyslexic brain, in all those maps and stuff, mm. I was with Nikki and she was like, oh, you know, if you can't follow all the names that are bunched together and all these words everywhere, just follow the coloured lines. I'm like, I'm colour blind. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a grey, grey mass keep of keep ringing her. Nikki, I'm lost again. Where are you? I don't know. Yeah. If I knew, I wouldn't be lost. <laughs> <laughs> I remember, but like that, because that trip as well, when we were in London, uh, and you guys didn't like the tube, so you made us walk everywhere, and stuff that would be like five minutes on the tube, we walked like an hour and a half in the wrong direction. I remember it differently. Well, no, we did walk for a long time, but that was mainly because we didn't want to spend any time in that hostel. Oh, yeah. So we just walked, and we had nothing else to do. I don't want to be that guy's next victim. God, it was horrendous. Yeah, it was rough. <laughs> yeah, we just tried to stay out of there forever, didn't we? <laughs> Do you remember that guy tried to get in bed with Lee? <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> I, got a, I got a vivid memory of you trying to get in bed with me. It was your phone had dropped down from the bunk above. And you were looking for it by my feet. <laughs> yeah, no, that something was had dropped excuse. below, and you were lit by your phone. That was it. You were holding your phone to find something, and it was illuminating your face. <laughs> so I just had this glowing head rutting around my feet like a pig looking for truffles. <laughs> and I was just like, what the f*** is happening? I just want to sleep. You to, uh, woke up in the middle of the night with Lee telling some bloke to f*** off. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, oh, you're in my bed. And he's like, no, yours is over there. F*** off. <laughs> God, oh, what a horrible place. And we haven't even explained it. So basically, me... Don't explain it. Me, Mark, Lee and John went to uh, Kapow, the first one. And we stayed in this hostel in King's Cross. Yeah, you're hearing all of the bad stories about the hostel. <laughs> It's easily easily the worst place we've ever stayed. Can you remember right round the corner was a really nice one with like wooden floors and free <laughs> computers and stuff yeah. like that. We were like in the window looking and going, Oh look how that nice that one looks <laughs> Stood outside they have in mattresses the cold on rain their beds. Or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> but the walls were like paper as well and um we, our triple that bunk bed was the other side of this paper thin wall 
and there was a guy who sat on the table the other side of our beds up through the wall just playing one chord on a guitar for oh, yeah. six hours. Yeah, but then you put that with a bongo guy. <laughs> and you, you got a band. Why do these people think they're so cool? We were the cool guys. Because they weren't going to a Comic Con. <laughs> yeah. We were the cool guys sleeping in our clothes for three days. Yeah. I brought a massive stack of comics to read as well. I didn't even touch them. <laughs> Uh, you can. There's probably photos of us at the con where we just look miserable. Yeah. <laughs> there's that photo that I think Mark took of me and you when uh, we were sat downstairs in the queue for Mark Miller, was it? Or yeah, I think so. Yeah. And like you take the photo down on us, and we just look so defeated. <laughs> oh, that's it, isn't it? Yeah, we're looking straight up, aren't yeah. we? Yeah. <laughs> And then I got barged out of the way by Jonathan Ross. Not for any particular reason. Isn't he the biggest man in the world? Yeah, he's probably huge. He's like a f***ing bear. Yeah, I never realised how big he was until he barged me out of the way. Because normally he's really small. <laughs> yeah, because he's on the telly. Lives in the TV. After, after, I haven't been to another con since that. All that queuing just turned me off the whole thing. Oh, I know. It was just like... We did jokingly refer to it as Kill Powerful. <laughs> yeah, that was Wee. it. I, I didn't even realise that I can never say his name wrong. Duncan Fagrero? Fagrero? Fagrero. The guy who took over from Mike Mignola for a bit on Hellboy. Yeah. He was there. He had no cue, and I didn't even know he was there. And I could have got a sketch of him. But about a year ago, I bought a print of him. And it was a lovely print on this lovely textured paper Hellboy painting. Yeah. And then he sent me a free sketch. And the print was 40 quid, and I would have spent double that on the sketch. He's a nice guy. And he just sent it up for free. Have you met him? Yeah, yeah. we met him at Nice. At Ice. Oh, really? Yeah, we asked him for uh, to do a Joe Stickman, and he went, oh, I can't do Stickman. No, 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 no. So he drew us, um, oh, what's his name? The pig man from uh, Hellboy. Oh, really? Yeah, he drew, drew, a, drew a pig wow. on a sketch, no, sketch card. Oh, that's amazing. I'm guessing he's English then. Yeah, think... yeah. He was right next to Rob, uh, Rob Williams and... Uh, uh, Declan Shalvey and people like that so just name dropping wasn't he next to Sean Phillips yeah actually yeah I think Sean was to his right or something or to his left because he looked miserable and then you spoke to him when he was like really nice as well yeah you know what I mean if you sit at a desk all day you look miserable you don't you, there's no other way to look yeah yeah. you're not just going to sit there with a smile on your face it does draw the crowds if you don't frown so much, but then people like us, we don't care. That's why no one came to our tables. Yeah, but if you're just randomly smiling, that'll probably scare people as well. <laughs> yeah. Why is he doing that again? He keeps enticing me over. That's why me and Lee would always keep our heads down when we were at the table. Yeah. Oh, God, yeah. <laughs> went, to a, went talking to no one. <laughs> the moment that I remember the most was, remember we did the, we tried to do those two failed drawing sessions in the library and we the first time we had the the discovery room upstairs and the second time we we're in like the kids area and those derpy little 14 year old boys are trying to impress the girls and you i think we said oh come on over come and join us come and draw with us and uh the boy trying to impress the girl said oh no i i, I don't i don't like to draw i don't like to read or something and you turn around why the fuck you in a library then <laughs> i can't remember saying that <laughs> He said that to him, and he, his face turned blood red. They were sitting in those little booths, the kiddie booths, because they were like way too young, uh, way too old for these. This they were obviously trying to impress the girls, and the kid's face just went beetroot red. And the girls looked at him and went to like to the boy because he was so embarrassed. She went, "I don't even know you. I don't even know you," and stormed off. And this kid just sat there 
in horror. Oh my god, I destroyed so much. It was worth it though. He said he couldn't read, so. I can't remember that at all. You've got a better memory than me. God, I'm a horrible person. <laughs> Halloween was always fun. <laughs> I, I'm desperate to do another Halloween, but I'm sick of, you know what I mean, making all that effort for one night. We should do. We should take uh, take Halloween more seriously. Then maybe do a do a week of it. I'm looking for an easier Halloween. Do you get what I mean? Like uh, like you know, like Jurassic Park characters. They all wear normal clothes, but they're instantly recognisable. Yeah. Sort of thing. One of our podcasts we talked about dressing up as Arrested Development characters, and I'd go as Tobias, but covered in blue paint. <laughs> Could you put a little patch of, like, you know, he gets those hair plugs? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just, just a little island on your head with a trickle of blood. Kira would be Michael Sarah in the in the bit where um, he's got the jetpack on. Yeah. <laughs> Had him dressed up as the mole. No, no. When somebody else goes as the mole, I definitely go as Tobias. Oh, yeah, because Tobias was a mole, wasn't he? No, yeah, I thought it'd be funny. We were talking about this, and I think Trata said if, if we did Halloween in Denmark and if we were able to go over there, I'd have to go as Tobias. I'd have to wear the blue paint and introduce myself and just keep saying that I blew myself just in case or something like that. <laughs> but I thought it'd be funny if you keep shaking people's hands and you had blue paint in your hands. How much, you know, and pat people on the back so you could everyone could see where you've been. <laughs> <laughs> and ruin everyone's costume. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Is Halloween good in Denmark? Yeah, the the Halloween uh, parties are pretty good. Everyone goes like full out like we used to, so... That was pretty good. Oh, that's good. You've been going Fallout. I saw your Shazam costume. Yeah, that was great. Fallout. Thanks. Very good. I just can't be asked anymore. Well, you make shit for a living every day, so it's understandable. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I suppose. Oh, that's like work now. It is, it is work. You know, you get, you want to do other things then, so making a costume sounds really fun. I just need to find the perfect one. The year before Shazam, when I, when I did my Ant-Man, when Ricky came over, it, it was like an entire group costume. So we were trying to get as many Avengers as possible. So there were no like doubles and mm. stuff. And that was really mm. good. Everyone went like 110%. But do they drink in Denmark? Yeah. Yeah? Carlsberg and Tuborg are from Denmark. Yeah, nice guys. <laughs> and they also only have open sandwiches. They only eat half sandwiches. I thought I remember you telling me that like no one did anything. It's mainly people from work. So... There's like a work party, but it's not like exclusively you have to work there, but everyone just gets together on whatever Saturday is closest to Halloween. So it's like all like international people and some Danish people, but it's pretty funny because one time when uh, when I was in the Shazam outfit, the party basically finished and people were like going home and then some, some woman from the club next door just started handing out these wristbands and we were like, what what's this for? What's, I thought everyone was going home. And then other people are like, oh no, the, uh, this woman said we she can get us into this club. And we're like, oh, well, all right, let's go. So we went in, right, and by this time there was like five of us. And we went into this club next door, literally the only five people dressed up. <laughs> and everyone else is just like proper, they're in like their shirts because they're out clubbing and whatever. And we just walk in, instantly sober. And I was like, I'm out of here. <laughs> That's it. And I was gone. I don't think they even noticed I left. So have you uh, done any more cos uh, costumes since you've been up in London? No, nothing. Not a goddamn thing. I was gonna dig up my Indiana Jones costume. Uh, you've seen that one, haven't you? You came up with this, Rick. Yeah, yeah. That was Indiana Jones. That one. I was gonna dig that out a couple of years ago, but I'm not even sure where that is anymore. To my great sadness. Man, you've changed, Lee. 
You've changed. It used to be cool, man. There's a festival, right, called Road to Ruin, and I don't know how big it is because there's only about 1,500 members on the Facebook group. Yeah. But from the videos I've seen, it's quite cool, and it's like a Mad Max-themed festival. Yeah. So you go out in the middle of nowhere, everyone's in, like, bondage gear and <laughs> covered in dust. All right, you haven't changed that much. And as far as I'm away, you just go out there, you go out there and get shit-faced and just, like, go mad. So I'm, look, I'm looking into that. Are you sure That's... it's not just the bondage festival? <laughs> I don't think it's bondage festival. It's it's one of those pony groups. <laughs> I, I turn up dressed as Mad Max. No, that's 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 just how George Miller films Mad Max movies. He just puts these little ads out and then he just films a movie and you don't know it and you're like, oh, okay, that makes sense. How do you think George Miller like puts out ads to get people in his films? She's just like, if you look weird as fuck, <laughs> we want you. Yeah. We want you in this film. He turns up at sex shops in the area they film in. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Leaves a, cha- uh, leaves a trail of leather and bondage gear just to, for people to follow and drive in a desert it's before not, you know it. It's not just the costumes, it's the people. Like you know, He gets the weirdest people. Yeah. You know, because they're all m- mutated by radiation and stuff like that. I think I think he does that on set. I think they're normal people, and he just kind of hits them with a bunch of rads, and he's just like, "Yep, yeah, that'll do." He <laughs> just melts them. <laughs> yeah, off. he's 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 a oh, I forgot the word now. He uh, method director. There we go. That's the word. He's method man. There's a new one coming out, isn't there? They're doing a Furiosa. Yeah. Prequel. Uh, well, I think there's going to be two films. I think there's a Max sequel and a Furiosa film as well. But it's it's a shame they just can't have. I don't even know what to say her name probably. Charlize Theron? Charlize Theron? Why can't they just have her back? They recast her with a much younger actor. Oh, really? I didn't know. Which I saw. Yeah, oh, yeah, it's the... You know that last with her eyes are way too far apart? From that chest thing. <laughs> oh, uh, and... Uh... <laughs> She's like that... You know in Pitch Black where Vin Diesel stands right in front of that creature and it can't see him if you stand right in front of it? <laughs> She's she's like that. I know Anya something Anya Taylor Joy. I can't remember her name. That's it. I just told you the name. I was just pretending like I didn't know people's names. Um, <laughs> I didn't know that. I thought it was. Uh, I I thought it was actually going to be Charlize Theron. I do like the idea that the Mad Max universe is well, the Mad Max character are like an anthology, Ooh. and anyone can be Max at any time. Yeah, yeah, like he's the myth, of the wastelands. I I I mean that film was brilliant. You know, I like reading up on how they actually made it as well. It's just uh, so good. But if they could expand upon it, I mean, it's one of those films that's gone on since what seventy. I can't remember how old the first film is now. Seventy eight. It's um. I th- even though the films this film series has gone on for so long, it's it's surprising that they've there's so much more that they could do with just a desert. You know, it's just uh, that that new film really. Uh, awesome. I love them. I Mad Max or that whole style. Yeah, big influence on me. Yeah, well, yeah, I can see that. Um, in some of your some of your designs and things, uh, and obviously you're always you know it was always deserts. You guys should all come up, and we should go to that that festival, all in like assless chaps and feathers. And <laughs> <laughs> saying that about Mad Max, actually, one of the coolest cosplays I ever saw was um a friend, a guy wanted his um I think his paraplegic friend to uh to cosplay. So his friend's in his wheelchair bound. So he uh, he built a rig for his friend, and mounted himself on the front of this. So his friend was um, Nux, uh-huh. and he got on the front of his friend's wheelchair with his rig, and so he was Max. I thought that that's that's you know that's friendship and that's dedication. That's pretty sweet. One of the interesting things about the newest film was when they were planning to make the Fury Road. 
they found they wanted to try and keep the cost down, so they found apparently this uh, this this valley that hadn't seen rain for decades, and it's just these rolling dead hills. And they're like, "Yep, shoot there!" So they got all of this stuff ready. They started shipping over stuff over to this, uh, this, and it was in America as well, so it was going to keep the cost down. And then they had this freak rainstorm that turned it into this verdant meadow of uh, purple flowers over a period of about a week, and they were like, "Yeah, we can't shoot here now." That's pretty cool. I thought you were going to say it was that bit where. You had the weird people on stilts and stuff. Oh, yeah. No. But, um, yeah, it's, it's no, one of those movies that was, like, everyone seemed to love it, but, not, like, no sequel has been talked about, really, apart from, like, the Furiosa spin-off oh, and stuff. There was there was a big film, I think, George Miller was suing them because he said he screwed them out of some money or something. Yeah. Yeah, the, um, there was a deal about uh, taxes and costs. Uh, costs... If you watch the film, it's it was written for an old Mel Gibson because it doesn't make any sense because they say Max was a cop before all this kicked off. Yeah. But it's been the apocalypse for like 20, 30 years. Yeah. So Max in that film should be Mel Gibson's age. Well, that's the thing. You see, that's why people suggest that he's the myth of the wasteland because um, he, he, that's why he doesn't look like Mel Gibson as well. But yeah, you're right. Apparently, it, it was in de- development hell for a long, long time. Yeah. Same with Die Hard, actually. Die Hard was supposed to be uh, a Sinatra thing. That's it, yeah. What way do you do this? Why is this not all done in like one big chat? Don't know. From somebody who doesn't understand this thing. I guess it's easier for Tranta to cut out the stuff. Uh, internet connections can make people all uh, lag. Laggy. <laughs> Isn't it funny that Laggy sounds like someone's nickname? Uh, no. Like, like Waggy? No, not at all. No. I think as Waggy gets older, you just start calling him Laggy. <laughs> <laughs> Until I get really old and then it's Saggy. <laughs> Wait! <laughs> they call me Elbow in work. <laughs> Fall over once and break my elbow. Yeah. One woman, I won't say her name, she started calling me it because she literally couldn't be asked to learn my name. <laughs> and then it just stuck there. So the older someone is, the like younger people call me Elbow, but if they're much older than me, they say, oh, where's young Elbow? <laughs> Why Elbow? Because he broke... Because I broke my elbow. <laughs> A surprisingly mm. creative people, then. Yeah, many layers to that. <laughs> Sculptors are like onions. <laughs> Or ogres. Well, I used to work at a, a water bottling place, and they used to call me Question. Question? Yep. Why? Question mark. Uh, that's... Oh, Jesus Christ, that's yep. awful. That's both, no, that's both terrible and fantastic yep. at the same time. It's better, better than Skidmark. It's <laughs> <laughs> really not. Is there more of a is there more of a story to that? It's a much better nickname. That's like a nineties sort of like skater boy. Luckily, there was already a guy working there called Skids. All <laughs> oh, right, okay. <laughs> was uh, was there a guy there called Exclamation? When I worked in the summer camp, we had pirate themed days. So for some, so we had a guy there whose name was James Cook. So he ended up being called Captain all summer. That's destiny. When I worked for the council and they found out I was in Captain America, an old labourer called me Captain for about a year. (laughs) 
and we he was nuts right we this woman kept inviting us to her house at lunchtime because we worked on her house and we were working on her street and she was nice so we'd sit in there but we'd sort of sit on our porch or whatever because we were all dirty yeah and we were like i can't remember the labourer's name just call him jim and we was like where's jim i haven't seen him in ages like where's jim and then she went into a living room and he'd gone into a living room <laughs> And he was sitting on his settee and he was watching the TV. That's great. You did say that you jumped, you were asleep on someone's bed once, though, didn't you? Oh, yeah, I did loads of stuff like that. It was terrible. <laughs> Have you seen anything good or read anything good lately? Or do you not do comics anymore like Tranta? Does Tranta not do comics anymore? Tranta can't do comics. It's too far away. What? What about digital ones? What are you talking? What? what are you talking about? <laughs> you don't really read comics anymore, do you? I do sometimes when I get a chance. He was really hurt by that, Ricky. You hurt his feelings then. Well, so I feel like I'm being attacked. <laughs> yeah, I don't. You <laughs> no, the one was... no, Ricky started it. No, I just asked. No, I think I think Ricky meant because I think you said last time um, the nearest comic shop was quite a few miles away. Uh it's it's a train ride. Yeah, yeah, but... yeah we went there last time, didn't we? Amazing. Yeah. That was in Copenhagen, I think. Oh, yeah, that one was Copenhagen, where there was, like, four different shops, but the same shop. <laughs> I read, I still read some comics. I started uh, Sex Criminals after Kieran recommended it. Yeah. That was amazing. It's great. That's good. It's so funny. <laughs> there's one uh, panel where, you know, there's those, like, sex police. Yeah. And then the guy breaks into that woman's house who's like, you know, head sex police, whatever. And he goes into her secret sex police sex dungeon. <laughs> and the panel of the basement, there's like, there's just tons of like stupid sex stuff. But there's like a Game of Thrones throne made out of dildos. <laughs> <laughs> and that was just the best thing. I was like, this is fantastic. Yeah, it is great. I think I screenshotted it to share with you guys and be like, guys, this is so funny. Why didn't you tell me about this? I had some of the um, variant covers, and there was one where... Yeah, one of them was sealed. Yeah, there was a few that were sealed, but there's one by Brian Lee O'Malley where he's done John and Susie in his style, and then John's penis is a gumba from Mario. <laughs> and it's just really, like, gross, gross up, close up. It's, like, from, the, from below the guy's waist, and it's just looking up, and it's just this gumba penis... Just in the foreground, extreme foreground, and they're just looking really confused. I straight away thought of the Goombas from the movies. <laughs> oh. <laughs> no, if you if your junk looks like that, you gotta go to the doctor. Yeah, I was like, what the? F- I don't understand. He's got a little swirly thing on his head and a harmonica, and he wears a big coat. What? That makes much more sense. <laughs> I'm going to have to watch that film again. I used to love that film when I was a kid. Nah, you don't. I know it's meant to be like one of the most hated films ever, but... They were, like, yeah, Bob Bob Hoskins and John, John Leguizamo were, like, drunk all the way through that film when they realised how bad it was. Were they really? Yeah, they were so drunk because they just they couldn't face the film anymore. And apparently Dennis uh, Hopper was a complete diva all the way through it. I thought you were going to say he was coked up to his eyeballs or something. I think he might have been as well, yeah. actually. I imagine he was. He was big into drugs, wasn't he? Uh, yeah, that film. I remember liking it as a kid. It didn't. It wasn't Mario. Yeah, 
No, Mario was Captain Lou Albano. It was going to be a much more mature film. I think it was going to be like a 15 certificate. (laughs) It should uh... have been a 15 certificate. Have you seen it? Well, they they shot... Yeah, they shot scenes with like topless models and stuff in the nightclubs and stuff like that. And there was going to be a lot more fetishism in it. And then the the studio found out and were like, whoa, 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 no, no. And they were like, well, we've already got the babes in leather. Yeah, just put a jumper on them or something. (laughs) Oh no, those are uh, those are mushrooms. Yeah, just just paint them, paint them green and white. It's a weird film. It is. I just like Bob Hoskins. Yeah. You know he was gonna be Wolverine. Yes. Like they begged him and he said no or something. Yeah. <laughs> when you see him in like the eighties, it would have worked. Yeah, yeah. Hundred percent, it would have worked. You know, when you look at the, um like more of his serious stuff in the early eighties and stuff, you can see why they think Bob Hoskins. But then. You think about yeah. when we think it back. You're thinking, "What's well, me from Hook?" <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, he played Noriega in a in a movie as well, so you know he really had acting chops. He would have, uh, he would have really, I think, nailed it. I mean, also, I think another good actor for uh, for Wolverine would have been Jack Nicholson back in the day. Yeah. Do you think he's a bit too cool? No, no. I think I imagine him like like you know early Jack Nicholson when he was just nuts. Have you seen? There's a picture of him where he he's getting makeup put on for that you know that wolf yes. film. Yes. He plays a werewolf, and I think it was a test that they didn't use, but they've given him slight fangs and they've given him Wolverine mutton yes. chops, and and he's smiling and he's doing his eyebrows and it looks amazing. Yeah, yeah, I've seen that. Yeah. Yeah, so you're right. That would have been good. So do you reckon the new Wolverine will be another six foot plus guy, or do you reckon they'll go short? I reckon they go short. I hope they do. I mean, it doesn't have to be. It doesn't have to be as as petite as uh, as Wolverine is in the comics, but it should be believable. There should be actors then like Colossus who should actually tower over him instead of you know medium eye to eye. Even average height is fine, just not like six foot three or whatever yeah. he was. And I want him to be, you know, Hugh Jackman. Like he's doing all the roars and it's all impressive and he's scary and he's muscly. But he's still like a charming, singing and dancing sort of guy. Yeah. And that really shines through. Like, I was never scared of Hugh Jackman. No. But you want, you want an actor that you can hate. Oh, another guy who plays Wolverine. Fantastic Wolverine. What a prick. He was likeable, though. Yeah, I, of course. I like the Logan's an amazing film. Mm. But um, he's just not, he's not scary or intimidating. But he is cool. Yeah. Looking forward to seeing what happens now that they put them into the MCU, but at the same time, the last couple of X-Men films are a bit meh, apart from Logan. <laughs> yeah, I guess they'll, um, I mean, with, with Marvel, hopefully, you know, t- treating it the same way as they have with their TV and uh, film, you know, the MCU in general, I, I'm confident, I really am. I mean, and we know that the Fantastic Four are coming at some point as well, and they probably they'll probably get the rights back to pretty much everything else then as well. I mean, there's a point where I can't sit down and watch their movies back to back, but I'm so glad they exist, you know. Yeah, hundred percent. You know what would would I think would be a good way for them to rather than just do movies with the X Men when they bring them back is do like TV shows on the scale of WandaVision and Falcon. Oh, yeah. Falcon. Well, I think TV must be. I mean. It, it, it it's the only way that they're gonna be able to keep money the money flowing this way as well you know you can cut you can cut some corners on things I mean in terms of like shooting you don't have to worry about shooting in IMAX I think there will always be a need for cinema and I don't want cinema to die a, a quiet death I don't want home cinema to be the thing but I think I re- I genuinely remember this I think I was in uh, I think I was in college or something and I was talking to friends about Rome HBO's Rome 
and I was gobsmacked by it. It was so brutal. It was so real and so you know so vicious. I only ran like two seasons, but I remember telling people this is what will happen. I'm sure I'm not the only one that was saying this type of thing. This is what needs to happen. We need movie stars to do epic TV shows. I mean, it wasn't you know they'd done Dynasty and they'd done big things like that. You know where people would go on for generations in it, but no one nobody had done it as successfully briefly as Rome. And I knew this type of thing had to happen, and I'm glad it is. You know. So uh, I've not watched any of Wonder Vision, but I will check it out. You've not watched Wonder Woman? No, no Wonder uh, Wonder Vision. Wonder Vision, sorry, yeah. Uh, it's good. It's not. I don't think it's amazing. It's good. I guess everyone's seen the trailer for uh, for Winter Soldier and uh, the Falcon. That looks more my steam, but but that's a, that's a, a, bit, that is a good thing. But Wonder Vision's been quite slow. I don't know if it's going to pick up massively, but. Um, Obviously, I'm not going to spoil anything, but they, you know, they use plot devices in such a way that saves them a lot of budget. Yeah. Look, I'm listening to Fat on on Batman and um, or Fat Man Beyond, as it's called now. But and like Mark Bernardin was saying that if it wasn't Marvel, you wouldn't have got past episode two because it was like, yeah, this is great, this looks great, it's well made, but they haven't given you anything to keep you coming back. Hundred percent. Yeah. And I agree with that because the only reason I went back was because it was Marvel, and it took maybe three episodes... The end of the third, you got something that piqued your interest, and then kind of got better from there. But I'm enjoying it, but I don't think it's the best thing ever. Um, I think though that, that they, they planned it well. I mean, when you think about it, like if you think about long-running series like video games or other media where they would... By this point, they would have just been churning out the brain-dead nonsense. Look at, like... I mean, I like... I like the Call of Duty stuff. I don't like the online stuff, but I like the story modes of most of the games. But it is still, even, it doesn't matter where they set it, it is still always the same thing. And they've proven this because they just have to remake the most successful one, which is the World War II series and uh, Modern Warfare. But they've gotten to this point with the Marvel Universe that they can do something like this because they know they will get you watching. Well, I was I was saying this to workmates before. I follow, I've got a page on Facebook I like to follow about so so called movie fans. I'm not gonna name it, but some people on there are genuinely hardcore, you know, they'll talk about some sort of nineteen thirty two German expressionistic movie. Um and then other people go, uh, you know, like, Oh, did you know Batman was a comic book before it was a movie? But they it was so satisfying listening because Ricky and I were chatting about WandaVision, not me not seeing it but not minding the spoilers. And I was listening to what he was saying, I was reading the reviews and people going, Oh, can't watch this nonsense, oh Marvel, oh thumbs down, big you know, big failure, oh, you know, really, really bum note, blah blah blah. And then episode four drops and the same people are going, Oh my gosh, I knew this was coming, oh fantastic, you know, oh I, I knew this, I've been telling everyone, just keep watching, like bull do you not read your own comments from about three weeks ago? But uh, no, I think the uh, the future is bright with um, with whatever Marvel's going to be churning up. Oh yeah, definitely. Uh, the Winter Soldier thing looks very good. Yeah, they got a good um, good camaraderie. Mm. Do you want to go on to the questions that we didn't hit last time, or have you got anything else? What question did, did um, we get? We got the other one from Lawrence, which was uh, was for Ricky and Kieran. Any tips for Warhammer painting you've picked up? Which is no. <laughs> Um, uh, I was going to say, just don't paint them. Okay, do you want to do the things, Ricky? Because I always get them wrong. We're not going to do that crappy joke again, then. Okay, so that was... What, uh, what crappy joke? About <laughs> you tricking me into saying them for you. I, I'd never do that. I think he just did, Ricky. <laughs> okay, so um, 
that was episode 9 of the Justice League podcast. You can follow us on Facebook, Justice League Podcast, on Instagram, at Justice League Podcast, or on Twitter, at Justice League Po. If you can't follow us in real life anymore, so stop it. Um, yeah. i got a good one. Uh, Adam's head is so big, is a really good password. Too many characters. <laughs> <laughs> also... We should probably thank Lee for letting us bug him about his movie work. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you, Lee. Thank you very much. I enjoyed talking to you guys. And you're welcome to come back anytime you want to make fun of Adam. <laughs> yeah, anytime. Cool beans. Adam's head is so big. How big is it? Ah, it's about the size of a double-decker bus. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. The thing is, it's the context for all these bus jokes. Something we cut out. <laughs> I don't know. I'll see. <laughs> Otherwise, the end joke is with no context. Adam's head is so big, it's the size of a double decker bus. <laughs> <laughs> with, abs- with absolutely Lee, no context. You're really scraping the bottom Lee, of the barrel. I knew the risk when I said it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I rolled the dice. Adam's head is so big that it makes him unattractive to women. <laughs> <laughs> I I keep telling people about your joke um about the apple. Oh yeah, that's an old one. <laughs> what joke? What joke? Uh, what's the difference between your mum and an apple? I don't know. Lee, <laughs> your mum's a slag. <laughs> <laughs> that's probably my favourite joke still. You, you, we were really drunk, and we were in like I think we were in um Sainsbury's. Uh, uh, no Waterstones. <laughs> yeah, Saint. No, yeah. No, that was you and I. No, we were in um oh. We're in a pub, the pub somewhere, and we were all about to leave, and you tell me that joke because we've just been throwing <laughs> jokes back and forth, and you floored me. I had to sit down because it was just so funny. That's like my favourite joke of all time. <laughs> What's the difference between uh, an oral and a rectal thermometer? <laughs> the taste. <laughs> right, on that, I gotta go. Alright, bye. Bye. Oh, I'm gonna stop recording. Yeah, how do you hang? Oh, there you go. See you later, guys. Be bum! Will you help me switch this off? Oh, I f- recorded that.